iPhone 15 car charging, and Spotify complains again. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter that keeps you up with everything Mac Voices is doing. From our published episodes to Chuck's other appearances to special events and more, subscribe at macvoices.com newsletter and stay fully informed so you don't miss a thing. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night, so that means this is Mac Voices Live. We do this every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. Uh, we are on YouTube.com slash Mac Voices TV. You could be, too. If you would just log in and join the chat, then you could throw in the comments and questions, like all kind of people are already tonight. Um, so it's great to see you all, folks. Oh, and we definitely want to say a special happy birthday to Cletus. And so... At the hey, end of the show, we'll be, we'll be singing Happy Birthday to Cletus. At which point, Cletus will leave the chat. Um, yes. <laughs> or you so get let's go by YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah, that's possible too. I don't know what the what, I don't know what the deal is with uh, Happy Birthday anymore. I don't know if yeah. that is if if that that's that's an interesting question, Dave. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll test it. Um, here we go. Let's go around the room. Let's find out who's here, and then we'll get to everything. Uh, so, as always, on the top left of my screen, David Ginsburg. David, good to see you. It's great to be here, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Uh, looking forward to some good chat this week. Uh, always never a dull moment when it comes to Apple. Yeah, it seems like it's not always never a dull moment when it comes to anything right now. Seems it. Speaking of never a dull moment, Jim Ray is here. Jim. <laughs> Move. 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 Yes. I, I love Jim's just one word introduction, and it's an Apple word. So that's cool. That's cool. Uh, Brian Flanagan Arthurs is here sporting the first of two ties of the show for the evening. Brian, good to have you. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Uh, yeah, Brian warbled a little bit, but we heard you. So, Okay. Um, Eric is Bolden. Bolden is here with a big orange shirt, and he's still in the woods. Eric, good to have you. Uh, maybe if I asked for directions, I could get out of these woods, but uh, maybe another week. We'll see. Well, I thought you might be hunting with that that hunter's orange on. Ooh, you know, there's an idea. I can finally get rid of some of those rabbits and squirrels. Maybe <laughs> scare off a few deer, but you know. Judging by the numbers of them that cluster right around the house, I'm thinking they're not at all afraid. Well, that's no, I better not say that because then I'll get in trouble with somebody. So I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Just going to leave it there. Uh, the speaker himself, Mr. Webb Bixby, has arrived with sporting the second tie of the night. Webb, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for the extra effort tonight. Yeah, uh, Chuck, it's good to be here. Uh, like I said in the pre show, I'm about 75 percent. i'm a little hoarse so so i'm going to be a little quiet but i'll add what i can so well and we just really appreciate you coming thank you it's just you you would have missed us right you couldn't stand to be without us yeah that's yeah <laughs> that's that's my story and i'm sticking to it so yeah that delay was not part of the 75 percent either <laughs> 
Ben Rathig <laughs> is here as well, not sporting a tie. And it makes me feel a little better. Ben, good to see you. Well, as, as I said in the Facebook post about this, I was feeling incredibly lazy today. Not a thing wrong with that. We could but all use I, I, But as long as my internet isn't lazy and goes full T-Pain like Brian, I'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Last but absolutely not least, with another of his intriguing backgrounds, is Mr. Mark Fuccio. Mark, it's great to see you. Thank you so much for uh, developing a theme for the evening. Well, uh, I was inspired by the set of articles that you sent out. And uh, I guess we'll see what they are as uh, we get into them and why crying baby faces is the image of choice. I like it. I like it. Well, I said I was going to call an audible because this is something that I saw. I mean, I, I knew it happened. I just sort of didn't put it in the notes. And I saw it again tonight at dinner. And I thought, okay, we just have to mention it. That the the original Apple Watch is now officially, you know, ancient. It's it's officially unsupported. Unsupported, yep. Yep. And that includes the solid gold. Yeah. $17,000. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk, I know we talked about this when it first came out that why would you buy a $17,000 watch that is a, a piece of, of gear yeah. that you know is going to be out of, to, you know, you know, there are going to be iterations. Come on. Anybody have any thoughts? It just, it, it felt like it was, it should be mentioned. I, I think it should be. I, I think it should be. And, you know, for people who are going to drop that sort of money, they obey the, uh, you know, if you don't, if you have to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it dictum. So, uh, you know, for some people out there, it's worth it. And uh, for a lot of other people, it's not. Yeah. The, the people who bought this, uh, I don't think really care. Uh, it, it was basically a one-year piece of uh, bling. Um, I mean, honestly, it's probably going to be worth more as a collector's piece and more useful than it ever was as an actual watch. Probably so. Yeah. Craig in the chat room, uh, well, Cletus in the chat room says, how much was the gold worth? And Craig responded, no, I bought a car instead. So... There you go. <laughs> oh my! Well, so the first thing I had on the agenda was just one more one more time to follow up um, with new gear, new Apple Watches, new iPhones, uh, the 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 new version of iOS, the new version of uh, the Mac OS Sonoma. Anybody have anything interesting to report, good, bad, or indifferent about this as uh, as we went along? I have not. I have not installed Sonoma yet. So, okay. All right. Is that just not not enough time, or yeah, that I'm out of town. But but uh, I, I kind of like software. Let it settle for a week or two before I do it. So that's kind of my modus operandi. But um, you know, it's I got my computer, my wife's computer, my second computer, my laptop, two at the office. So so do it all at once. So. Wow, that now that's a brave man because I'm not sure I would want to do them all at once, sequentially. But yeah, same day. Yeah, so. yeah. But I can also understand because you bounce stuff back and forth. 
the only thing I thought I would bring up, and I'm not sure if I said this um, on the uh, on the Mac show, on the British Tech Network or here, but I've been using the accessibility or was using the accessibility, you know, double tap on the watch, not the new one, because this is not a new watch. And it's, you know, just released, I guess, in beta, uh, that capability, because I know David was showing it off earlier. Um, but, it. Yeah, but what I was finding was that my wa- my battery for the first week seemed after installing the new OS um, really was kind of sad. I mean, I was ending up it, before I I could go all day and still have a good 50, 70% left. And I was down to like, you know, five and 10%. Mm. And, and, and I was attributing it to the fact that I had that accessibility feature turned on. And then at, over the weekend and since the whole battery issue has disappeared. I have not changed the accessibility setting. Everything stayed the same. It just, it was almost like we've talked about the iPhones and all needing time to sort of get broken in and, and get to do their thing. I don't know that would seem crazy to be happening on a watch, but it seems to have now because my battery life to pretty much what it's been. Yeah. I well, mean, I, it, uh, yeah David, okay. then Ben. Uh, yeah, well, I'll have to test that because I had I'm going from the what, series seven, I think, which you have, and the, and then um, I'm on the series nine. Um, but I did start seeing some deterioration of the battery life on my series seven, um, so it's not surprising to see that that was happening. Um, I don't, I didn't have the seven very long. I after uh, WatchOS ten was on it, so I really can't say either way if it was getting even worse. But um, but I mean. I think yeah, it's the battery life for the most part are they're pretty decent with Apple Watches. It just all depends, um, you know, age and, and where it goes. Um, but yeah, you know. yeah, Ben. As much as we call it a watch, um, it's a computer just like an iPhone or a Mac. Right, right. It, it takes a little bit of time to recalibrate after the new OS. Um, honestly. Uh, all those issues should be gone within a week or two, hopefully. Ben, I would agree with you. And I guess it just surprised me because one of the things we talk, we talk about with the, uh, with the iPhone is the need to go through and catalog all the, all the data and all the photos and all that stuff you have on it. And I guess rearrange things there. I know there, I, I read one article that it has to do with, uh, a spotlight scan so that it can go through and find everything uh, or search, I guess, a search scan. But I don't feel like I have that. I personally don't have that much on my watch other than just the apps that come with it and a few that I've added. So I don't feel like I'm stressing my my watch out in that regard. And so it was just, it was unexpected. And I felt like it was worth mentioning in yeah. case other people were having that that issue and we're concerned about the life of their of their older watches because this is a series seven right yeah but i mean it, it the uh, the os is very highly related to ios so it's uh, probably going to perform handle things similarly yeah mark yeah i think it may be possible that apple's doing other things than just re-indexing uh, photos and you know, text messages and things um, you know, maybe it's may, and this is pure speculation on my part, but it's grounded by something they did before where they you know, converted, you know, from, uh, AFS to APFS 
you know, on all their devices. So given the fact that it seems to be so prominent on, you know, from watch to phone to Mac, it makes me wonder if maybe not they're making some changes uh, to the file system. And it's one of the things that's just buried in the background. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because because that could account for um, diminished battery life because that takes a lot of, you know, CPU cycles in order to reformat an entire file system um, and change it. You know, also maybe relative to the uh, phones, I noticed that both on iPad and iPhone, it seemed that the install went a lot quicker, you know, than in pre- prior years, which leads me to wonder, okay, are they doing some, you know, some, uh, you know, low level disk, uh, you know, in storage manipulation so that uh, they download it, you know, they install it and then they go back and, you know, you know, uh, you know, clean out as a background invisible process to the user, clean out, you know, the, the prior OS version, you know, so that's something they could do very handily because, you know, they support snapshots. So they could just, you know, download it, you know, sign it, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, boot from that, you know, so it's all these sorts of things that, uh, you know, make, make it seem faster and smoother, you know, there's background work and cleanup that needs to be done. I'm just speculating that, that might be part of the power drain and uh, first couple of days, uh, shorter battery life or warm devices that we've been hearing so many reports about. Fair point, because I, I wish Jeff were here because he could probably tell us which version. But David, maybe you know that at one point when they were taking out APFS, um, they they had formatted our drives and then formatted them back, kind of be, sort of behind our back. We didn't even know it. And at the time, I don't remember if there were any battery life discussions with that going on, but there is a precedent there for Apple doing things without necessarily making it public um, when it comes to the, the OS and the file system. So, Mark, you, you may be right. You may be right. Developers know about that. Um, so I don't think anything like that is happening. Okay, well that's that's good. To know. The, Jim, they did know about that when that happened mm-hmm. ahead of time. Okay, why didn't you tell us? <clears throat> I wasn't on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair point. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, David, I saw you holding up your watch, so I know you're running the one thing that I don't like to talk about, and that's betas. Um, but what I are you? Resist, I couldn't resist. Yeah, I couldn't know. resist. What are you, what are you mean, seeing this, with this beta? Um, that's the biggest thing. They finally, they finally added the, 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 the double tap to, to change to answer the calls and and switch with, uh, and switch between the, the widgets. And I had just, just, I just installed it maybe uh, forty five minutes ago, so I was getting a little used to it, what it's doing here. So um, it, it seems sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Because I just double tapping here now and it didn't come up, but. This yeah, this seems like a really cool feature, and and it does give you taptic feedback when it uh, uh, when you when you switch between the widgets. So you are feeling it um, as it, as it switches, and I'm sure the same thing. I haven't tried the phone call yet, but you know you can answer your call, answer your calls on here with the, the double tap and hang up as well. So um, be interesting to see how to explore with this. And I don't Ben, I don't know if you've done install yours yet, but. Uh, um, Oh, you don't have. I'm sorry, you don't have. I, I, so there'd be no, there'd be no point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm still on the seven, and why I am running uh, beta two, seven point one beta two. Um, 
I've been gone all day and haven't had a chance to test it out yeah. at all. But that's yeah, that's the only really thing I see on on the app on the on the watch so far with the latest uh, beta. Again, this is this is very unusual for me, but I just was very curious to how this this worked with the double tap. So that's why I gave in on this on the, in, the, in this case. I didn't update the iPhone, so I'm still on the seventeen oh two. Brian, you're still using a, a six, or are you not? Yeah, yeah, still Series Six. Uh, really, I was on the fence about getting a Series Nine this year. Um, I too have noticed some battery degradation over the past, probably the past six months, more so. Um, but I'm relatively close to a charger and not too bad to you know to throw it on there real quick. But um, yeah, so I'm still holding on to the six, and it still runs great. Yeah. So Barry in the chat room asked how far back the double tap feature goes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Barry, it's a new feature with the nine, but it does like I'm using a seven with it, with the accessibility ability to do, do this. Right. And I've, I found it very useful. And again, except for the little issue there for a few days with the battery, um, you know, it's, it seems fine now, David. I, I I kind of forgot about the ability to switch between widgets. I've got to go in and see if it either lets me do that or if I can do that just you know with the way I have it set up. I, I had I had the accessibility turned on and tried it, and I don't. I did, it did not work for me anyway. So I don't know if that is an option in in the accessibility part of the settings as you opposed that, to with the series mean, nine. Yeah, but I mean, do you you mean the um. Just the, the ability to select the the default item, or do you mean to switch between widgets? Switch between widgets. Okay. Yeah, I kind of don't think so. I, got, I don't think it does. I, I mean, I, I saw how accessibility went around to you know to the different uh, uh, faces and such on there, but um, but I didn't see it uh, switch switch like at this with this mode. Okay. Okay. Complications. I couldn't think of that word. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else have anything, uh, any interesting behavior, good or bad? Okay, uh, no, it's just, it's yeah. to me, so, it has, yeah, for any everything in my workflow, it has been extremely solid. Yeah, it it, it does take a little getting used to when you're 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 pushing the mode button and you're you're so used to getting to the. Uh, to to this uh, to the settings by swiping down. Now you have to uh, now you have to t- uh, tap the mode button to get to it because uh, it it's uh, it's there now as opposed to the way it was before. But there are a number of things you just got to get used to. But beyond that, I, I haven't seen anything crazy. Yeah, just a lot of like muscle memory type stuff, and right. you know, overcoming that. I actually really like the the new button combination to get to different things, and visually it looks really nice. Uh, one quality of life improvement that I don't remember seeing advertised, but I realized it um, is when you listen to a podcast, um, it'll, you know, usually have like the backup, I think it's backup 15 seconds and fast forward 30 seconds, but it also now tells you how much time is remaining on the uh, podcast itself. So uh, I, I think that's really helpful where you can see just visually there instead of having to go to the phone to see that. Is that the Apple podcast app, Brian, that you're using? Yes, that one in particular is, yeah. Okay. 
I use Overcast, and honestly, I don't know if it has an Apple Watch component. I don't think it does. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because I never the, really The looked. watch will definitely control it. I'm not sure if that's something Marco wrote or just the way WatchOS works. Hmm. I don't know. I will, I'll report back on that one because I hadn't even thought about using my watch to control it just because usually – I just I start it and then it just plays and plays and plays and keeps going. So, but that'd be a nice. Yeah. One. Oh, I've definitely controlled Overcast with my watch paused and yeah, it does it pause, does, play, now, and so. jump back. I, but I don't think I installed it. I think it's just now playing. Yeah, I I, I think there is an app, but I don't think there I am is. using it. Hmm. It'd be weird how you'd be able to control it without the app because of now playing. Um, that's oh uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a question for Brian. Mm-hmm. What's your use case of listening to podcasts with your watch? For me, um, I like to often listen to uh, podcasts while I walk. So okay. when exercising, you know, I just instead of music, generally just have some podcasts playing. Um, and then if there's, you know, downtime at work or anything of that nature where I can have it as more like background, sometimes I, I do that I, as well. I, so I, I wonder you, if you this question... Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I take it you don't have your phone with you. You're just using uh, AirPods and uh, and the watch. Uh, in my case, actually, I do have the phone with me. Yeah. Okay, because when I go out walking and stuff, I have phone and well, sometimes mm-hmm. I don't have. Yeah, but you can still spending. control even if you're playing it on your phone. Mm-hmm. You can still control it with your watch. Yes, mm-hmm. but you can also play back from the watch itself. Yeah. 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 I've never I've never done that. In my particular case, I use the, I guess the phone just kind of beaming that information to the watch. Um, I always have a base on the phone. Yeah. I, I'm using my phone as a camera, so I can't sit and tweak it. I know David's looking, but I'm definitely going to check that out because, yeah, that would be sort of nice to have. Um, okay, I'm not sure what to do with this one. Barry in the chat room says, I have a complaint about conversational conversational awareness on AirPods Pro 2. When I start to sing along with the song I'm listening to, the volume drops and I can't hear the music anymore. I've been, I've been noticing that because it happened when I was watching a show on my Apple TV and I'd start talking and then it uh, it would just mute. Then you wouldn't be able to, you'd miss the dialogue, just like missing the, the music. You mean you you started talking, David? I started talking because I was talking to somebody in the room, and then and then it just it, uh, muted out the, the the song, but kept playing. Hmm. Okay. It really uh, it really messed things up if the song lyrics had "S Lady" as one of the song lyrics. <laughs> <There's some laughs> <that out> loud. <laughs> yeah, whole thing goes into a big loop. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Barry, all we can say is probably just don't sing along with the song. <laughs> and the, the people around you may appreciate that even more. I don't know. I I don't know what kind of voice you have. Oh, Barry <laughs> says, can't the AI tell the difference between talking and singing? Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> have you ever used Siri? <laughs> oh, man, you just triggered it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. S-Lady can barely tell the difference between rooms. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's not really quite related, but this reminds me of, did you guys see the thing of Kelly Clarkson singing to a busker in Las Vegas? No. No. That was 
um, it, yeah, I guess she was walking to her rehearsal or something and there was somebody singing with a little mic and then the person was like, here, you want to sing? And so she started singing. The person didn't realize who it was until she was singing for like 20 seconds. And she's like, oh my God, you're Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and, <laughs> some, and somebody got it on video. <clears throat> oh, of course, of course. Well, one thing that does seem to be creating some problems for folks, and I'm putting this in the chat. And of course, uh, chat room, I'm sorry, I'm trying to put it in the chat, but I don't think it's going so, uh, but it will be in the show notes. Um, the, there seems to be an issue with iPhone 15 and certain car chargers where the the combination of of putting that on your your the, the car charger for your BMW or Audi, I think there were a couple others, uh, wipes out the NFC chip and causes some other issues. And you know the some of the stories are trying to pin it to uh, to the the questionable heating issue that seems to be going on, and Apple has right. acknowledged that there's a heating uh, a bug in iOS 17 that may cause your iPhone to heat up a little bit too much. Um, but this just seems weird that it would be happening that because I haven't seen any reports of any kind of chargers damaging the NFC chip, and it seems to be happening on the on the the the. Uh, what do you call it? I guess the charging platform in some of these vehicles. I, I read an article that said it might not just be the iPhone 15. It might be other other models also. Hmm. Okay. Well, Barry in the chat room put in something that I thought, which surprised me. He says, isn't that the Qi charger? Not plugging it into USB. And yeah, Barry, that's my understanding. And also... The fact that this is a Qi charger, so it's not a MagSafe, so it's not putting that much juice through it. And yet, you know, this thing seems to keep uh, cropping up. You would think with all the third-party, you know, Qi chargers out there that this would be something that would be more common. I don't know. Maybe something, yeah. though, like sometimes cars have like little slots that the phone go into or something where maybe that's restricted airflow or something. Webb, I, I want to ask you, because I know you have a Tesla, and I believe Tesla was one of the other brands named that this was happening on. Have you seen any of this, or can you enlighten uh, us? No, and I hope not. Um, uh, I've been driving a, a different car since I've been around. I did get my iPhone 15 uh, this past week, and I got those up and running. Um, I got another story about that, but... Um, I, I saw the BMW story. I hadn't heard about the Audi, which is what my wife drives, or about the Tesla. Uh, the Tesla, uh, the model that I have, it has just basically a, a platform. You can put two phones and Q-charge Q them or key-charge them, uh, two phones side by side. Um, and uh, the last thing I want to do is uh, um, mess up my, my uh, NFC uh, process, my new phone. So this is the first I've heard about the Tesla being a problem. I wonder if they use a common vendor for the charging coils. Not unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess the moral of the story is for right now, until we get to 17.1 or a specific fix, don't, and you, if you have an Audi or a Tesla or a BMW or any of these, don't use the charging platform in the car. 
I mean, I I think you're fine to plug it into USB. Judging by everything, it just seems to be the cheap charging that uh, is giving the issue. So I I don't know. I don't know. Mark, though, you you drive something, but you don't use CarPlay. Yeah, I was just I was just looking it up. You know, it's uh, you know it's a 2016, and Audi didn't add CarPlay support until 2017. So that's oh. that's why. Okay. I had forgot. I had forgotten why. I thought it was you know, because of the small screen size, but no, it goes deeper than that. It's uh, you know just uh, you know below zero as far as uh, time goes and feature compatibility. Well, the next story we have is uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to let Mark take the lead on this one just and. Uh, to start out, just because my reaction is very predictable to this. Um, but this is the one where uh, Spotify says they're being unfairly held back by Google and Apple. Yes. So I think, uh, you know, the, the nature of the story was that uh, Daniel Eck, you know, Spotify's CEO and founder, uh, you know, was during uh, stirring stuff up in some some meetings he was having in uh, in in the UK you know saying that you know we we're being you know disadvantaged and uh you know i guess he's just as bad as our washington politicians of throwing out you know half facts and saying oh we're charged 30% you know well you know he's been in the app store long enough that he's only paying 15% on apple and i'm sure the same thing on google uh, what but, uh, do you mean by that? You know, Being in the app store for, you know, I'm sure they're over a million dollars. They don't qualify for the small business program. And the 15% would only apply for people, subscribers that have multiple years. So they well, may, they what, may have, they may have, they may Jim, have, you know, some customers, but I'm sure they have a lot of turnover. So. Jim, that's my point is, you know, uh, Spotify has been in the app store for years and years and years. So, you know, unless and, you know, unless there is an exemption of which I'm unaware saying if you're bigger than a million dollars, you have to pay 30 percent no matter what, uh, you know, then, you know, that might change the color of it. But I don't think that's the case. I think anybody who's been in the app store longer than a year, regardless of revenue, you know, their fees drop down to 15 percent. Is that no, correct? That's not correct. The oh, fee, okay. the the fee for renewals drops. So so Spotify's number is probably somewhere between twenty twenty five. It depends on, you know, what their fraction of new subscribers versus renewers renewals is. So if somebody signs up new for Spotify, but it's gonna Apple's gonna take thirty percent. But if that subscriber stays and then renews after a year. Then for that subscriber, it will drop to fifteen percent. Okay, okay, I understand what you're saying. So it's tied to the longevity of the subscription, not the not the provider. Yeah. Right. But since but since Spotify likes to boast about how low their churn rate is and how their subscribers keep growing, I think it's a fair bet that uh, the majority, you know, over eighty five, ninety, maybe over ninety five percent of their subscribers are only paying. 15%. And that's what you know, Spotify is being tackled at. But anyway, going back, going back to the story, 
So, you know, Daniel Eck was in the UK, you know, because the UK is going through hearings in uh, their government uh, processes about, you know, their Competition and Free Markets Act. So, you know, Daniel was out there, you know, being a crybaby saying, you know, we're being disadvantaged by Apple and Google. And I've spoken about Spotify here in the past. And I think, you know, 15%, I think, you know, it's, it's decent for the services that Apple provides as well as the fact, you know, that uh, if people don't like it, you know, go create your own phone and create your own store. I mean, that's what Apple did. They started from nothing and all around the world where they've had success, no one had put a gun to customers' heads and force them to buy things, or I mean, force them to buy uh, the phone. So uh, I think, uh, I think again, it's just much to do about nothing. It's just a short-term political yeah. flare-up. And uh, in this, in the fullness of time, you know, it will just go away. The panel is back next time to talk more about Spotify complaining about Apple and Google. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll see you on the next episode of Mac Voices. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.